I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Vic and M's Comedy Gems. My name's Vicky Hanlon. And I'm Emily Trasadar. Vic and M's Comedy Gems. Please don't. Okay. Hello, sweet angels. Welcome back oh, to... Oh, you're going straight into it. <laughs> Sorry. Do you like how I... No, no, no. Do you like, like how go I... Go loose and I was like, I'll go real formal. Um, Vicky... I like how I stuff up your intros every time because I'm annoyed that you took them off me. Oh, yeah, go. Go. <laughs> no, no, no. We've started already. No, nah, it's on you now. Quick. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Vicky Dam's Comedy Gems. Hey, Emily. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Great. Vicky. Who have we got joining us this today? This week, we have... <laughs> The, what are we, we were just speaking about this before the podcast. Your natural, yes, your natural demeanor sometimes reflects terror. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. He's not even paying Um, attention. No, he's not. Why would he? Why would you listen to this shit? (laughs) Uh, We have previous Raw winner, absolute comedy hard hitter in a like not hard hitting way. Wow. I don't know. It's bad. Have I fucked this up? I guess... I don't know why you let me do these intros. Anyway, Angus Gordon, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hello, yeah. Uh, welcome. That's probably the shittest intro I've ever done for a guest, and I apologize. Yeah, it was, I don't know what any of that meant. Hard hitting, but not in a hard hitting <laughs> way. He did this thing. He seems terrified. I don't think I seem terrified. I think I seem nothing. Do you yeah, know? okay. I feel nothing. No- I feel nothing. I feel nothing. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a difference between men and women thing. I feel like I have access to two emotions as okay. a man. Really? Nothing and anger. <laughs> that seems right. Yeah, no. Plausible, Most of the men that plausible. I know, that feels right. I, just feel, I feel nothing. I feel like dead. <laughs> and sometimes I'm really angry. I also relate really heavily to that as well. All right. Well, maybe like it's not just are, a man thing. Maybe it's not just a man. Yeah. I don't want to be so essentialist. Um, but. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I get told off for being angry. You, I mean, doesn't doesn't that come across on this podcast quite a bit? Oh, uh, I don't know if you get told off for being angry. I think everyone just starts taking Angus's approach and just feels nothing. nothing. <laughs> Vicky's going rogue again. Yeah, I feel Strap dead in. inside. Yeah, I, I don't know how you, you edit the intros to your podcast, but you started oh. and then then you interrupted. I mean, you started very strongly with "Hello, sweet angels." Yeah, and I wondered if you always call them sweet angels. Is like a lady girl. You know how like that's what celebrities she calls have like yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's, oh, that's my your, thing that's for everyone. Thing. Yeah. It's not It's not like a, a gems thing. It's not like for this podcast. No, it's more my thing. Like on my like comedy Facebook page and stuff and on our page, I always refer to people as sweet angels. But it's it's less of a gems thing and more of an M thing. It is an M thing. Okay. Yeah. I would never call people sweet angels. And that's the, dif- that's the only difference <laughs> between Vicky and I. I call people sweet angels. She doesn't. The only difference. Well, now I can finally tell you to apart. <laughs> it is tough. Yeah, it's totally. so similar. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, part of the podcast is that we all bring a story from our week. It can be as mundane or as funny. Oh, as... I have a mundane story for you. All right. Well, Vicky can start us off with this mundane story, I guess, then. Great. Um, Strap in, Angus. It's going to be a good one. 
He's so interested. In <laughs> God, I wish we were videoing this as well so I could show his enthusiasm I'm into listening. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. All right. Um, on the way here, I, I wasn't sure what story I was going to bring sure. <laughs> today because uh, I was going to talk about I got my hair cut. That was maybe going to be a story. Yep. And it pretty, looks good pretty for mundane. anyone playing at home. Um, it's the first time that I've had hair that doesn't cover my boobs for a really long time hey, yeah she said boobs i did say boobs um anyway do you like this running commentary that's how we tell stories sure i <laughs> i want to break up the chemistry do you know what i mean you want to interject you don't know how the rhythm the timing works for you too no not i'm really. sort of observing from the bench and then you know as the game warms up then i'm gonna you know dive in more, dive in <laughs> I don't know if possessions has an AFL reference. You get more possessions. I don't know yeah. how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really understand sports. Vicky but, gets um, sports. I get sports. I do a sporting I don't get podcast. So. so maybe. Bit, bit from both. You know. Yeah, yeah. Take more. I'll get more. Get more involved as the thing goes on. Yeah. I'm just, okay. I'm just sussing out what this is. <laughs> He's tagging it's at like the moment, a kid, learning like going about up it. To a yeah. bird or something for the first time, being like, I don't know exactly how this is going. To go. <laughs> I don't know this works. But, I need to figure out how this I works. But I will try first. my best. Yeah. Um, bless. What a sweet angel. But my story that I am bringing is about my Uber ride on the way here. Yeah. I feel like I talk about Uber a lot on this podcast. Well, the one that we did with Adam Knox was a whole big Uber story. Why oh, do you yeah. prefer Uber over taxi? Because I don't have Uber. Uh, because there was a Uber out like near my house, and there's no taxis. Okay. One thing I don't the idea the I'll tell you things I don't like about Uber. Oh, there's oh. plenty I don't like about Uber. But tell me, when you're in a cab. It sucks. It sucks. Like, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but the guy in the cab, he knows he's just driving you, and you know he's just driving you. He's not like you, like your a friend, friend, a yeah. pretend friend. Yeah. And so you cannot talk to each other. Like, he suck. Like he hates his job, and you're like, oh, I just want to get somewhere. Yeah. And then you can just have, like, a comfortable silence for 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. When it, But then if you're in an Uber, it's like, so how long have you been doing Uber? This is a part-time thing. Yeah, we could definitely just get beers after this. <laughs> Like, no, I don't want to do that. I I want to be silent. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I I'm still of the opinion. I don't know if I've said that this on the podcast, but I've definitely said it a lot in my real life. Uh, that I think there should this is be a fake life. Yeah, it is. What are you talking about? <laughs> there is. There should be an option in Uber of whether you want them to talk to you or not. Yeah. Same at the hairdressers. Same at like the dentist. The, well. Yeah, my dentist talks to me and it freaks me out. I'm like, "What do you want? How am I supposed to respond to you?" <laughs> but isn't that isn't that like, it can only work. You sh- you should know not to talk. Like when you're, that's how it can only work. If there's like an option like don't talk to me, that you press a button and they see it on their yeah. phone, like don't talk to me. Well, then they're sitting there. This fuckhead, <laughs> <laughs> this fuckhead thinks so they're better think, than me. But yeah. if it should be like that, that, like give and take thing, where it's like, oh, they you work out when you're around someone organically. Oh, they don't yeah, really feel yeah. like chatting, and then you both that. can. But even that is just so much more like interaction than necessary, purely to suss out whether the interaction needs to be. But it's like if when someone apologizes and then you say, "Oh, it's don't fine. worry, it's fine. Yeah. You, ne- you didn't need to apologize," mm. and it's true, they didn't need to. But if they didn't apologize, you'd be like, "That fucking yes. person didn't yep. even true. apologize." I, I agree. That's yeah. so true. That's very like true. Like today, this person at work. They sorry to interrupt you. Sorry. We'll no, let's do it. <laughs> We'll this is a small thing. <laughs> we start at the same time, and you know, when you have your break, you normally say, "Oh, do you want to have your break first? Mm. Or do you want to have your break yeah. first? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't really matter to me when I have my break. Mm. But they didn't ask; they just took it. Oh, and yeah. a little bit of me is like, "Oh, you could have." I know what kind of person you are. We now. need to have that back and forward. Who? Yeah, with, and without that, because the answer to that usually is, "Oh no, it's fine. You go first. Yeah, but you need it to come up in conversation. Totally, like it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. That's like any like any time that because then I'm pretending I'm giving, and now you're just taking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So true. 
Yeah. So, so you're an Uber today. I wasn't an Uber today. Um, and we were going from my house in St Kilda to the top end of the city. And normally that trip is just a straight up punt road trip, mm-hmm. which, yeah, is a shit road. It has like traffic everywhere. It's always bad, but that's what, like, you know that. Like, you know, going into a punt road trip, it's going to be sucky. Yeah. Um, so this, the Uber driver, we got to an intersection and he just decided to turn off punt road because mm-hmm. there was traffic on it. Right. Which is what punt road is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then go almost entirely around the city. Like, so instead of just going one direct route, mm-hmm. took it took about an extra 20 minutes to get to where we wanted to go because, and I asked him, I said, oh, which way are we going? And he's like, oh, there was traffic on Punt Road. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's Punt Road. And he was like, oh, well, we're going to go this way, this way, this, this way. We ended up down near Crown Casino. Um, we ended up like on the other side of the CBD and then all the way around. She And so now I'm thinking I'm just going to go back to taxis. No, but taxis can't, taxis can do the same shit. Yeah, but I can yell at a taxi and not my rating won't go down. Oh, yeah. So, I yelled at a taxi the other day, actually. Really? Because, yeah. Like, in a taxi? Yeah. And that's another thing, the rating of yeah. Uber. Yeah. Look, that's... And also, like, you have to pay, it's, like, attached to your account. I just want cash. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> Where you've gone? Yeah. As if you carry cash. Who carries cash anymore? Oh, I've always... Yeah, I've really? You cash still carry cash? I have yeah. cash. Holy shit. I have cash because I have to pay these people cash. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> these people being comedians. We're off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> how I have to live my life now. Money to pay comedians in cash. Yeah, okay. I only want cash, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do only want cash. It's true, though. It's true. Um, cash is weird to me. I don't, like... The only time I get cash is when I get paid in cash. That does make sense. Um, <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> it's not even the dumbest sentence I've said today, to be honest. Oh, it does not surprise real me. Real dumb shit. Yeah. So you fine. yelled in a taxi. Yeah, yeah. Just because... Um, I, my credit card wasn't working and he was like, well, you need to be able to pay. And I was like, well, I literally don't have any other way of paying. Like, I don't know what you want from me. It was your credit card that wasn't working or his machine that wasn't working? Well, I assumed that it was my credit card because he was like, your card's not working. And I was like, all right, shit. So then I had to like sit there for like literally, I reckon about 15 minutes trying to work out how I could like siphon funds through like one account to another account to get it to a card that I had like in my apartment to like yeah. I ran upstairs, got this. And I was like, you're fucked. Like there, there could have been an, e- there must've been an easier way for us to do this. than I... have me sit there for 20 minutes and sort this shit out. Like I cool. once paid, you know, those old school, I don't know how you describe them, but the old school credit card machines you, that like with swipe, the, paper. the paper and yeah. they swipe back and forth and they do like the imprint thing. Yeah. Because that's why cards are raised. Yeah, for that ex- yeah, reason. exactly. Do Do you know what I'm talking about, Angus? At all? How young are you? Twenty four. Okay, I feel. <laughs> they, you don't remember, like they you'd put the card on like a metal plate, and yeah, then and then the paper, had the paper, like you know the, how, um, no. no, I'm sure I've seen in the X Files or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so ancient right now because like i remember I like you were gonna say old but you went straight to ancient i was like, i like, did change it's not it even up. old it's ancient ancient i feel so old right now <laughs> oh well now this is the worst feeling i've had all day oh no what you just had a shit uber drive. i know don't be and like that this is worse don't be like that so wait what is the moral of this uber story you just gonna go back to taxis yep okay i'm putting my foot down mm-hmm. i didn't even pay for this uber and i'm angry about it why didn't you pay 
Oh, because the person I was in the Uber with paid oh, for it. Oh, I see. I understand. Yeah. I, I thought you were just like, just, flip but, a table, but there's like, apparently, I'm not paying. There's a, there's a thing that you can do in, you can dispute like routes that you take in Uber, which mm-hmm. you definitely can't do in a taxi. Um, and apparently it was in acceptable, like mileage or what, it, what's right. kilometerage? Is that a word? Um, not, can, no, but it works. You know um, what I mean? You know? Mileage. Mileage, but in word? Australia. <laughs> um, but it didn't, yeah, apparently it didn't go out too far. Like they, it, I don't know. I'm very angry. Anyway, dead or angry. Those are my two emotions. At the moment, angry. I was in an Uber recently. And you said you didn't take Ubers. But Matt Stewart had a... So Previous he, guest. Matt and Stewart. then I, I, we're hanging out and then we... Because I didn't live that far from him. So we got an Uber to his house. And then when we got to his house, like, you could smell like... Sm- like, you know, burning plastic? Yes. Very <laughs> oh strongly oh smelled that in the... And then, yeah, the car was on... like the. No. The car was on fire. Well, there was a fire in the engine. It wasn't like the what? whole thing. Jesus. We opened it, like the guy opened up the bonnet and like the belt was like on fire and there was like flames. Stop. Yeah. And then he's just like, he's just, and he's like, well, I'm not taking you home. He, he got like the, you know, the free water. Yeah. 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 He, used that, he used that to put out the fire. <laughs> oh my God. Which wow. is pretty good. I mean, That's nuts. I didn't get any free water, so four stars, <laughs> <Yep>. but <laughs> no. Yeah. And then he, he, he was just like, oh, saying how. You know, he knew that this was a problem, but he what? didn't know if it was going to be like today it was going to go oh or like six months. Oh my goodness. They're supposed real... to do regular roadworthy checks. Um, he seemed like a real nice guy, but now he's just stuck outside Matt's house. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just... He lives uh, there now. That's where he I don't lives. know how he moved it. I <laughs> Matt got me another Uber. <laughs> and then the Uber driver, this is not like uh, funny, but he was deaf. But I didn't work out he was deaf for a, a, a while, while until he just went I like he said I'm deaf right and then it's still hard to like how much like how much conversation are we supposed to do after this point because <laughs> he was talking well, a lot about stuff so were, were you talking to him before he told you you yeah and he was responding yeah but it didn't quite make sense right okay so and I, that's, I wonder if he can lip read I was gonna say right that, okay yeah, that you were in the be... front seat yeah 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 fine uh, yeah so that's fine. what that's what I don't I because I was like how he see your lips from the back seat because my default, which we also talked about on the Adam Knox podcast, is to sit in the back yeah. seat. Yeah. Front seat is you pretending you're their friend. Yes. Because yeah, that's how you like get five stars, baby. Back seat, you're like you. I am the lord of the manor. <laughs> well, back back seat is also <laughs> a so. back seat is also usually a uh, as a woman the, the safer place to sit. Yeah, that's mm. my. Go to. I feel like you're fucked either way. As soon as they lock the doors, you're dead. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember Do they lock um, the doors in Uber. No, but I mean, like, sometimes they were oh, going they were to kill you. I, I mean, I would prefer because you I, can't I do a run, runner. In, not that you should ever do a runner, but you can't. Do, <laughs> you can't do a runner in because Uber, it's, you're right. a, it's attached to your account. Like, <laughs> totally. That's exactly. why when you get in the cab, they lock the doors. It's like, well, you can't do a runner. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I remember. I think it was my dad telling me once about he got, or a friend of his got in a, a cab in New York. And, you know, because Australians, they sit in the front seat in cabs. So that's what he did. He went to sit in the front seat of the cab and the cab driver just like jumped out because he thought that he was... Going to get robbed. Yeah, going to get robbed because yeah. no one sits in the front seat. Damn. Um, they've got like security glass yeah, yeah. and stuff like well, that. Well, this was a this is an old story, so I don't know how long ago this was, but it was... Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Angus, do you have a story? Or was that your story? I guess I've told several stories so far. <laughs> Not enough, really, to be honest. To be fr- nah, just kidding. Oh, right, well, I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna run. This is not an Uber. You can leave. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can do a runner if you. I want. mean, I'm doing the gig here afterwards, so it'd be just me 
being like two meters away. <laughs> pretty awkward. That's yeah, true. It would be hella awkward. Um, no doubt. Well, I have, I guess maybe we can chat about this. I don't know. I've had a very eventful day. I had a wonderful brunch Ooh. in uh, Northside. I think Northside. Is um, Fitzroy North? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Um, I went to a place called... Is that important? Like, the, yeah. like to clarify North side when you're like, is Fitzroy North? You could say Fitzroy. I was in Fitzroy. I guess, but like, I'm th- I think the th- one of the very important things you need to know about me is I have no fucking idea where I am when it comes to Melbourne. Like, yeah. I know the CBD, that is it. Like, if, if the reason I ask that is because like, if I was to try and tell someone where that was again, I'd have no idea. I'd right. be like... Maybe north of the city. I don't know. Yes, Fitzroy is... Directly north. Okay, great. Um, went there, had some brunch. But the most, I think the most exciting part of my day was I went to an art gallery just around the corner from there. So I, in Fitzroy, I assume. Um, <laughs> I don't know though. She's very all of your bad suburbs, at this. All of your suburbs are so, all of the suburbs in Melbourne. You are, live here now. I know, but they're all so You've close together. You've been here for like six months, haven't you? More. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. I love that I, I pick and choose when I want to be. A Sydney side yeah, versus a Melbourne. I'm like, I am no India. I'm not from here. And then the next day I'm like, I am so Melbourne. How long have you been here? Because you're not from here. Uh, nearly two years. Where are you from? Brisbane. Briz Vegas, baby. But you know your way around now. You've got it. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know like, I know like the suburbs that I have to go to for comedy and work. Yeah, right. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Like if you say I'm from some fucking whoop whoop suburb, I'm like, a I'm from cool. Frankston. Yeah, I know where that is. Oh, okay. Train lines, I think, are helpful, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. And I've, if it's, you can, can, I've done a gig down there. So oh, if I've had yeah, to do yeah, a gig yeah, there, there is one. you know gig where down. it is, yeah. Roughly. Um, but I went to an art gallery um, and it had all of these pictures of Iceland and they were all in black and white and then like sort of like yellowish tones. So there were these epic like... Like sepia? Yeah, kind of like sepia, but not sepia, obviously. Um, but, Why is that obviously? Well, because it wasn't sepia. It was like a, <laughs> it, it happens in post. So like you put. Oh, okay, the, I understand what you're saying. I learned a bit about it, but I'm obviously. But it's not funny, so. Yeah, so it's not important. But um, but the these pictures were absolutely epic. Like there were like icy mountains contrasted with like the ocean. There was like these black rocks on a beach with ice, just like crying. <laughs> Angus, I can't deal. You're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I do not give a single fuck about your dumb Iceland photos. Let's talk about Uber again. No, I'm loving this story. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure like the glaciers, it will continue at its own pace. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that's it. That's, that's all I wanted to say. No. I had a lovely day. You had a great day. Tell yeah, us more. That's it. No, that's what it. What did you do after? Where did you go after that? Um, I went to Edinburgh. Gardens, yep. is that a place? That's in Fitzroy. Yeah, I went to Edinburgh Gardens and played like a Finnish block Cub. game. Cub. Yes, I played Cub and this Cub. time What is Cub? Explain I, Cub to me. Cub is it's really fun. It's like um wooden brick size like a, a brick size I think it's Swedish by the way. Oh I, I yeah, you you probably right, you're probably right. Um anyway. You're right, you're right. I am probably right. <laughs> Vicky is often right about most things. <laughs> mm. They're brick sized wooden blocks. There are five of them and the pitch i say i don't know if it's called a pitch is like rectangle and you line up five along here i'm showing angus on the table so mm-hmm. anyone listening at home is going to have no idea what i'm talking about just google it and then five on the other side and then you stand opposite each other like five meters away the aim you have like wooden baton shaped things the aim is to throw your baton and hit the other person's so it's kind of like yeah lawn bowls crossed with mm. 
something else. Was that game bocce? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Kind of like bocce. Kind of yeah. like bocce. Is but the we... game sort of just like underarm throwing? Yes. Yeah. It's underarm throwing. <laughs> I love underarm throwing. <laughs> it's an underarm throwing game. It's yeah. one of the um, many. <laughs> it's like a... You can see like why people would be interested in overarm throwing. Yeah. Like the, the, the practical implications of overarm throwing. Underarm throwing is like the more relaxed cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell that to any softballers, but yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they that's throw all underarm, very, isn't it? Well, only the pitcher. The rest of the, rest of the team doesn't throw... No, no. They, it, yeah, I just, they throw, the, I just meant the pitcher. Yeah. Because even then, it's not like they value overarm, underarm so much that yeah. the rest of the team is like, we only underarm. We only we do are. this. This is the only way it Can you imagine if there was a softball team out there that's so committed to underarm throwing? That they're like, <laughs> no, 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 no. We know you all overarm throw, but our team <laughs> is so committed to underarm throwing. gently pass I think that team would probably other. lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. They'd be the shittest team in the tournament, but... <laughs> I mean, it's I love it that they've counts. made it to the tournament, though. So they're <laughs> shit, but they're not that shit. They've still made it to the, you know, this, the Look. finals. Or like, it could be a tournament you can just enter. Like, yeah, so open access. Open access tournaments. Tournaments. If they're this were the real, worst. it would just be open. They let anyone into those. Yeah, you just 100%. pay your retro fee and you're in. Definitely. Um, speaking of paying a retro fee and you're in, pretty much every festival ever. No, um, that, that was my. Uh, Yep. Did you just say that? Well, she implied I it. I implied it quite then heavily. You, then, you, then you picked that up and then you said it like it was your idea. <laughs> that is so weird. I, I mustn't have been listening properly. Really? She I must have been doing it, Angus. I, I listen. I just don't give eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> Same, um, actually. I, I do quite a similar thing. I feel like but that's I mean, how I live my life. What? No. Vicky's dying. <laughs> yep. That's how I live my life, though. Yeah. I hear someone say something, and I'm like, that's a great idea. Hey, have you heard this great idea of mine? You're like a man in a meeting. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm like, which yeah. is horrendous and horrifying, <laughs> but that's me. Yeah. Um, speaking of horrendous and horrifying, the antithesis of that is you as a comedian, Angus. Oh. You are very funny. So let's talk about that. What is it that makes you tick, Angus Gordon? <laughs> What a question. Actually, actually, that's not the worst comedy question you've ever asked. No. That's the worst comedy question Last week, or one of uh, previous week's episodes, I asked guests, so is there anything about... Guy Montgomery, the first international guest that we had. You know. New Zealand, but still. (laughs) He's not from here. Um, I was just like, so is there anything about comedy you want to talk about? That was the question. Yeah. What did did he... He's pretty good. So what did he say? Yeah, he said... That's the worst question I've ever heard. Yeah, and then we yeah. had a good laugh about it. And but then... it feels like when you said, what does it make you tick? It's like you did a joke, but like, because it's like a bad question. That's what you're doing. Like, that's pretty funny. But then you put all of the onus then on me. <laughs> on you to fix To it. like fix an interview. <laughs> right, yeah. You know I mean? Like, what does it make you tick? And then like, am I supposed to do a joke answer now? Or am I earnestly supposed to like dissect my thought I think, yeah i was seriously asking that but i think really good interviewers they lead you to yeah, that and they say, help you get they, help you get oh. to they don't say do all the work for me <laughs> is that how it happens <laughs> yeah, Shit, okay well yeah i think so i mean i haven't yeah all right okay cool maybe watch lee sales i don't know what she does <laughs> she's, she's very good yeah, yeah. she's very good well, cool well vicky over to you then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Throw me under the bus. Um, okay. So we had... Uh, I hope I'm not coming across as really rude, but... Yeah, that, that was, was t- actually... <laughs> that, was t- that was like, what, is, what makes you tick? I was uh, kidding. Well, my parents died in a Batman-like scenario, <laughs> and ever since then I've decided to use comedy to get back at my enemies. 
That's, That's a great answer. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, nice. You know I wasn't seriously asking that, right? I think we just talked about what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you were doing a joke, but also it's like, it's a joke, but now fucking do my work. No, but now answer it. <laughs> but then we, okay, all right. Anyway. Um, what I was going to say was we had Zach Dyer on who won at Raw Comedy uh-huh. and we will have a much, a more recent winner than myself. M- much mm. more. And no, so does that much more, <laughs> much more. <You're> done. <laughs> well, I've won other things since then. So that's pretty good. What have you won since then? Uh, best newcomer. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. <laughs> I feel like that gets overlooked a bit. But because you're tied with someone. Yeah, but so did Ronnie Chang. Oh my gosh, that's that true. was sassy as fuck. No, no, no. I was, I was gonna talk about it. You just, I was leading. Yeah, okay. And okay. you look and at I, this guy just stamping all over our interview technique, no, which no, is, that is very a, that is a <laughs> that is a broad loose term. Yeah, thank you. That is a very loose term. Yeah, I was trying to stop being spontaneous on a podcast. Thank you, thank you. It's very heavily scripted. Fuck. Um, um, sorry. Yeah. So you had Zach Dyer on. We had Zach Dyer on. He was talking about winning Raw and going overseas. What did he say all... about it? How does what's his experience of being a Raw winner? Uh, what did he say? Not much. He said, uh, "I'm going to Scotland soon," and that was it. Oh, well, I wonder how he feels about it because I definitely think it's. I think from the outside looking in, I definitely Raw changes your life. Yeah. But I don't think it does. I mean, it helps it to an extent. Like some people. May- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Maybe it boosts your standing a bit and you might get to do some other good things off the back of it and you get to go to Scotland. Yep. So that's great. But it doesn't make you like a professional comedian. Yes. But I, I think that's but like... But it, it makes maybe keeps people watching you to see how you develop. Yeah. Because you forget when you're doing it that all it means is you have the best five minutes of anyone who's eligible. Yeah. To do a five-minute set yeah. that year. It's true. But I think it's like anything in the arts and comedy especially, it's kind of like opportunity meets like work. So you you won't necessarily like one opportunity is not necessarily gonna be the be all and end all of your career because it, it's both working hard consistently and for however long it takes you to really like hone the craft of stand up yeah. with meets like a big opportunity. And I think because raw is at the beginning of people's career, it, it is when you're like fresh faced and you don't really know What's, the yeah, yeah and yeah, the yeah. benefit of time. Because I've recently been learning that like it makes sense why people take s- quite a, a long time to really develop as a stand-up because it takes time to actually like well, work out what it is. Yeah, and I, th- I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before uh, about I was listening to Louis C.K. do an interview once and he and like a whole bunch of those guys and they were basically saying that they didn't really hit their stride until they were like in their 40s. Yeah. And it's because of that lived life experience and totally. all that sort of stuff. Not to say that that's the only way you do it, but I do think that there's benefit in living and doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the more that I do stand up, the more that I realize there's more to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. 100%. Ignorance is bliss in that sense because when you first start out, you're like, fuck yeah, and crush this fiver. 
And then as you, you do it for another year and you're like, shit, well, now I need to develop an hour. And then it's like, how do you fill an hour? Then, it, you know, the, yeah, it's just like a fucking yeah. snowball. So my, my basic question was going to be there. Like, it's been a couple of years since you've done that and won that. And has it, did it help do anything? Did it help in any way? Uh, I don't know, but I guess That's you kind of you, you kind of did say that with like because you, you do get that those extra couple of opportunities. You from get it. some extra opportunities, and maybe maybe also it becomes your new normal too. So, in in the sense that you see every like, the, yeah. I, I've been lucky and have gotten certain opportunities, but then that very quickly becomes just what you expect. You become entitled yeah. to things very yeah. quickly, so then you're still always. I feel like a lot of people in comedy, and maybe it's not necessarily a bad thing, but have like a persecution complex. In okay. a way, yeah, yeah, like yeah. feel yeah. like they're always like even all the way to the top. Mm. Always feel like everyone else is getting more than them, then yeah. they're yeah. not appreciated, and no one likes. Like, I was yeah. I was whinging during the festival, and the festival it's always tough for everyone. Yeah, I was just having a real like bitch to another comedian about how I don't I'm not having a good time. Blah blah blah. No one you know no one cares. Mm. And then someone just came and said, oh, "I loved your show." Blah blah blah. Yeah. You feel like a real. You look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. but. You know they were, uh, you know they were a better comedian than I am, and they were like doing the exact same thing. And it's like all the way up, everyone is totally. like, I'm, a, I'm not yeah. appreciated. I should be getting this. Yeah. I should be doing like no one. You never, and it's that sort of almost the, the never being fulfilled or never being happy is what 100%. keeps you going and keeps you getting better. Because at any point you're just like, no, I'm good. I'm, everything's gone great. I'm yeah. good. It's kind of like you're done. Yeah, you get bored, I guess. You get bored, or you just stop having to work hard to get better. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just flatline again. In a way, ruining your life <laughs> is the it's only way to do stand up. <laughs> totally. Well, that makes sense. Um, and <laughs> the look you just were like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then you did win Best Newcomer after that as well. This yeah, year. This year. Yeah. Yep. Very exciting. After that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're right. It was um, after yeah. that. <laughs> and how has that been for you? Um, was, did, did, did you. Well, um, there's some really good things that have yeah. come from it where like I'm going to do a run at the Soho Theatre in January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which that's is amazing. Amazing. And they're, you know, flying me over and the, like, you know, really looking after it. And That's awesome. That's so like, good. it's, you know, that's really exciting and I'm really happy and grateful to be able to do that. But on another way, I think, again, naively, I, you, you look at Best Newcomer and you look at the people who have won in the past and it's like, they... This became a professional comedian, like yeah. straight away. Who were, yeah, who was the like you said, Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang, who's obviously Matt O'Kine, Stella Young, unfortunately passed away. Yep. Um, Corey White, like went yeah, bananas. Right. Uh, Tom Walker. Yep. Basically, you. It seems like from the outside, you win that, and then and then you go from. So I, yeah. I think for the f- I had a tough time the first few months after the festival, just being like, well, because going in, I was like, well, I just want to, I want to win this, and then I want to be, I just want to do this, I just want to do comedy. Yeah. Mm. And I kept kind of waiting for maybe it like a happen. parade, like for people, yeah. someone to knock on my door and be like, here's a big check. Yeah, here's, mm. you can here's quit your, your job career. now. Here's your, your career. Yeah. Like, here's an op, here, just do this now. And it didn't happen. And it didn't, I don't know, there's a lot of reasons, you know, like, I think I'm good at comedy, but not necessarily, it's not immediately obvious how you would make money off me. Yeah, right. And so I've got to make that all. Because, you know, as you go on, you do comedy because you love it. If you wanted to make money, you would just work at burger, like a burger factory. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> you know those, you know those <laughs> burger factories. <laughs> but if, if you worked full time, yes. you would make, for most people, you would make more money uh-huh. doing oh, absolutely. minimum wage than you would do doing comedy. So you're mm-hmm. not doing it for that. But like all art, it's mediated by capital. And the further you get into it, the more you realize that it has to be, it's a commercial product. And stand up as a, 
from out of all art forms, is one of the most commercial art forms, most accessible. Yep, totally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in my attitude of being dismissive of that and dismissive of entertainment, <laughs> maybe isn't necessarily the best way to becoming a full-time comedian, which is what I want to do because I think the more time you can devote to your craft, the better you can become. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I was going to say, so how do you how do you make that? But <clears throat> I don't know how you'd fix... Like, it's not fixing. That's not the word I want to use. Well, it's just like it's... finding enough people who... You know, I made money during the festival. I've made money at other festivals. Which, but to like, be fair, is a big accomplishment in itself because so many people do not make money during festivals. But it's, you know, if you... It's only a little bit of a tweak, you know what I mean? If you, if you instead of selling out 30 seater rooms, if you're selling out 60 seater rooms yeah. consistently, just doubling in size, that is a lot more money. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, because the overheads for 30 seats are almost the same yeah. as the 60 yeah. seats. Yeah, that's right. So it's like almost pure profit you're just raking in after that. It's like, that's all, that's a living. Yeah. And b- below that, that's like, well, that was, you know, nice. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a fun month. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want to. I don't know how you make that leap. I think it's just keep doing it, keep getting better. And I'm trying to put more stuff out online. And yeah, yeah I'm honestly forward, very grateful to be on any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, yeah, please, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, no, I mean, well, you, you are online like, content. Yeah, on, online content. And I think uh, if you look at people like, I mean, Goxie is like the like the outlier on that. Well, he went super mad. Like, yeah, I, exactly. Like, I, I, I feel like firsthand experience watching him do that. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I feel like you can't compare yourself to someone like that because that happens. You know, that's like strike, striking gold, or you know, mm. whatever. It's, mm. It doesn't happen all the time. Mm. But, but people also think that it was an anomaly. Like, it is like oh, like lucky. it just randomly it happened. Just no, randomly no, no, no. He was doing not. like a lot of really funny stuff on Facebook for a long time yes. before, and then there was a couple of breaks. Like yes. it was. The cornrows thing and like the fisherman's basket yeah. and Jimmy Barnes ice cream all did like twenty or thirty thousand. Yes. Before Stitch Up went crazy because enough things like people had started to get around him and then those like you know aggregate sites like Junkie or yeah. Brown Cardigan were now watching what he's doing yeah. to ready to pick up the next thing that he's going to do. Yeah, that's how it works. I think a lot of people confuse internet stardom or like internet success, I guess, with like a an instant thing. Yeah, but every YouTube or online they work hard. They yeah. work so hard. When, when I when I meant it was striking like like lightning, I didn't mean like it randomly happened. No, I mean, no, like, I know. But there's so many people out there that are doing it. You can't expect that. Yeah, it's I mean, it be, needs to be well, good as well. At the end of the day, yeah. Maybe this people, is. I don't want to use this as an example, but Nick Kappa is really great, and he's got a he's he profile's really on time, yeah. and he makes really fucking funny videos. He does yes. All the time that I see you get like they're not going crazy, and I'm like, this is so funny, mm. and he's putting out like a super funny video every day. Yeah, so you don't. You, you know, yeah, you don't know how. That's right. That's, but then yeah. he also, you don't know when one of his videos yeah, one is going to be the one go, that picks yeah. up, you know? Like, it's exactly. such a rant. It is kind of a random yeah. hit and miss kind of thing. But he's doing the right thing by putting That's out. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think at least consistency yeah, is a big consistency. one. Yeah. And it needs to be consistently funny too, because what happens if the person that's in junkie sees the video, the one video that's not funny? That's not great. Fucked, yeah. you know? So they all need to be gold. Just like all of the jokes you do when you stand up. Yeah. Um, we're doing test lab tonight, which is testing new gear. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Fine and gold. that I run. Yes. Um, which is a lot of fun. We, we should, if Chant you want to Claire. hear about it, you can talk to the Claire Hagen episode. Yeah. Um, which is really good. Would you ever do sketch or online videos like that? Like, would you do a daily video thing? Um, 
I don't know if maybe I think the more you just do things the easier it is and it opens up opportunities or ways of thinking that you wouldn't have come up with independently like I think right. the act of creation spurns more creation if would that be like being having like the whole the secret about it <laughs> but do you know what i mean like uh, if someone just says i want you to come up with a bunch of sketches on this one thing yeah you'll find something funny there that you never would have found if someone didn't tell you to look within that those right. parameters yeah. yeah oh that sort of stuff it makes it way easier when you have a, a set of it's like writing prompts essentially yeah. like, is that, that how you write do you give yourself a theme yeah. and then write on the theme i, I used to do a, a, like a, an exercise a lot where i just pick up like just get a random someone to give me random words mm-hmm. and then use that as a prompt that is exactly use. how i used to write i would get people to give you random words but recently i've been that. writing for Stu Dolman's doing a show on channel 31 yeah. like sure. it's fake news and very exciting with laura dunneman yeah with laura dunneman yeah. i was I did a little thing for that and just going into the right like they got to use the offices at channel 31 to write all the time which no. is really oh, that's great cool. a space is so important isn't mm-hmm. it yeah going in all the time and feeling like you're like in a, in a team is really fun and also you know you come up with like a lot of stuff mm. really quickly in a really mm. short period of time yeah I think there's a lot to be said about collaborative writing as well I've always been very much an island when it comes to writing comedy mm. and I think there definitely is so much benefit in being able to bounce ideas off another person. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not writing for the same project, just sitting down with someone and being like, hey, well, this is, which is why Tesla is such a good I was just about idea. to bring it back to Tesla because I remember talking to, a com- when I told the idea to a particular comic, they were like, oh no, that's not for me, which I was like, yeah, totally fine. Because as I said on the Claire Hagen episode, I needed to be sold on the Tesla idea. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't know how people are going to feel about getting feedback like that. Mm. And this particular comic was like, no, I like to write by myself and then I say it on stage in front of people and then I go back alone and I write it by myself again and I fix it up like that. Mm-hmm. And then they came and watched uh, a test lab. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards they were like, can I do that, please? <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. And It is one of those things when you see it, it's so beneficial. Like, yeah, it's really great. But so your writing style has been, I get not improved, improves the wrong word. But it's been good to have your own space to be able to like sit in and like concentrate on, yeah, it was, a specific project. I think it's really. I'd love to doing that kind of thing, and like you said, also stand up. It's not like it takes over from your stand up writing. It just you just are doing more. Totally. You know, uh, I love to be involved in collaborative projects as well. So, like you said, even when you're writing with someone else or coming in and bouncing ideas or someone, stand up is very much um, a, an individual activity, yeah. and you get caught up in your own success or failures. Mm-hmm. So it's great to sometimes feel like part of a team and that you're working on something more than yourself. And in a way also, it's kind of freeing because uh, with stand-up, everything is so deeply attached to you. Because what we're doing essentially is selling ourselves. Like it, I yeah, feel like stand-up yeah. is so character-driven. Even the acts who are all writing, like I say, I'm, I'm more of a, r- a writing act or what appear to be. Yeah, I'm really a character. Everyone's a character and you are... Uh, putting out a worldview so it's fun to write on something else where you can write things that wouldn't work for you yeah or yeah you're not attached to really and no one knows like so you have more room to experiment in a way yeah yeah not that and you that can't experiment on stand up but it's in a different yeah it's yeah. fun to do that do you think that you like because you do well it's like you said it's not a character but it is kind of like well i feel like everyone is a character yeah. right it's like an aspect the funniest bit of their personality yeah. and they accentuate that on stage and, and then that yeah, becomes sure. like their brand of yeah. stand-up and you're right because your name is your brand and your brand is what you are on well, stage well think about all successful just comedians in general but australian comedians you can almost 
you can you can mock them by doing them. Yeah, you can you can, re- you can reduce them down to just a few words. You know yeah. exactly like what when you hear say. the name Carl Barron, you know mm. what you're getting get. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, you yeah. know, you know Luke McGregor. You know yeah. exactly Ronnie yeah. Chang. You know exactly Will Anderson. You know. Yeah, yeah. So if it's almost a if you can't mock if you if you can't, someone can't be like oh, this is what he does. In a way, like it's obviously it reduces it, but it, it's in a way it also means that what I'm doing is so clear yeah. that mm. it comes across so immediately. I'm That's not sure if I'm at that point idea. yet with my character, but I think that is the key to success in a way is being. Well, I, so I know that I know apparent. for sure that when I book you, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to get. Yeah, and I don't know that with everyone. With you two booking you two, I know what I'm going to get when yeah. I put you guys on stage. Yeah. Um, there are some comedians that are like have been around for longer that sometimes you're just like I'm not sure what is going. I know they're good, but I don't know what's going to happen. What's coming up there? Yeah, yeah. It's nice to know <laughs> from a <laughs> from a, a booking book perspective. Yeah, you know, I guess as a fan as well, you like you become invested in this person. Like if you're watching Stuart Lee or Anne Edmonds, you like you know what Anne Edmonds is interested in. Yeah. Mm. you know what she's concerned about, what motivates her character, and so why she's saying all of these things. Mm. It's not just a stream of random thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? which also gives. Why would you, you want to watch that for an hour? Like, I can't stand the idea of even one line of comics. The be- like the best ones, mm. but like, why would you want to just see like a b- bunch of random stuff? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, coming out of someone's face. I can, like, I, yeah, <laughs> I can. I can face. laugh at occasional one-liners. I'm not really into that. It's not really my kind of comedy mm. but i can appreciate it yeah like but yeah i i couldn't i don't think i'd want to go to an hour-long show even, of one-liners even the best one i've sat through are like that like frankie boyle mm. i'm not saying you can like him or dislike him but you know exactly who frankie boyle and is you know what you're getting yeah and you know you know jimmy carr's kind of like sort of slightly predatory sexual innuendo <laughs> but not you know i don't want to be attacking him but you know exactly who everyone jimmy, is Jimmy, if you're listening he better not be. <laughs> when you, even and they're just one line of comics, but it still yeah. comes across who the character is. Yeah, it's true. It um, is true. Melbourne. And I think that that's a very I've never really thought about it that like black and whitely, but that is so true. Melbourne-based comedian Carl uh, Chandler, who's a one one liner comic, and you know exactly what you're going to get when you go see a Carl Chandler show. Mm. Yeah, he's made that brand very very clear. Mm. Like, and you know whether it's something you want to go to or not. I yeah. think brand is important, guys. But it's also you yeah, got to be that's a take home from this podcast. You got to be funny as you. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like something when it's not authentic, it's like something. Yeah, why is this person saying that? People, audiences can subconsciously work out who you are. Yeah, better than you can. You I, know what I mean, hundred percent. And if you're saying that. something that doesn't, it's in conflict with who you are. Then yeah. they're like, why, why are you telling? I'm not. In, why are you telling me this? Yeah, yeah. I remember watching. Why are you bullshitting? Very. Yeah, like, I think audience is very savvy to bullshit. Yeah, and they don't. And I think you're so right. There's so many, not so many, but there's been a few comics that I've seen that I'm like, the reason that these jokes aren't landing is because you're pretending to be this character, depressed. Yeah. No one loves me. Blah blah blah. But audiences can see that you're a charismatic, effervescent person. That mm-hmm. when you get on stage, you've been doing this for years, and you. You have a girlfriend and you're loved. Yeah, you know, like they can feel that the it'd, energy it'd be like, that you're giving off like is Dilra not. Like Singer going on stage and going, "I'm sad and I hate my life." Yeah, it'd never work. It's, yeah, it doesn't fly. Exactly, yeah. and and you're so right. It's an it, like even if it is a character, it needs to be an authenticity that comes from in you. It is an aspect of you. Mm. So, like, yeah, as soon as that voice becomes something that isn't genuine, even if it's exacerbated or it's exaggerated, yeah, that's fine. That's people, people where the can, comedy yeah, is usually. Exactly. So. Yeah. But people can definitely smell that. I think that's another thing that newer comics don't 
tend to see. Oh, it takes a while. Yeah. So it's like people are kind of freaks when they get it straight away, like from the get go. And so Danielle well, so Walker, that's, is like, was that's say, why she's a freak. Yeah. Because mm. she knew straight. She's always been her voice. Yeah. She mm. had it from like the get go. Yeah. And like Ronnie Chang is like that as well. Like he yes, had, he definitely. had it straight away. Mm. And those are the people that go to the top the quickest. Very quick, mm. yeah. Because they have the all, the whole thing about being good at stand up is finding your voice. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's there's a limit to how successful your voice will be as well. Totally. I guess how many people that resonates with. Yeah. yeah. But you still you don't get to choose what that is. And once you find it, that's the best. Yeah. You're gonna do you. so. I, yeah. I would argue that you're one of the people that have probably found it quite quickly as well. No matter how, what you feel like you have or haven't, I think that you like at least to some degree on stage. Probably. Yeah, have. I feel like I have. I have found my voice, but it's always like you know you're honing it and. Yeah, yeah. The well, whole. I'm I mean, not saying you perfected it. I'm stand up in life is a continual path towards self discovery, right? So it's yeah. an ongoing you were process. Self destruction. I was like, okay, but it is. It, <laughs> I guess it is that as well. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of both. Eros opens the door for Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's very good. Um, all right. Do you have a question? I sure Emily? do. Um, so at the end of our podcast, we have a third section. It's called Hypothetically Yes. And we ask you a hypothetical question or a would you rather hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And so I've come up with you one for you, Angus, or yeah. So, and, or what? Well, I was going to be like one for you. It's not as specific as the other ones okay. that I've done in the past for those of you that are listening and also for Vicky who's strapped into all of the others previously mm-hmm. but would you rather have disco ball-esque ears <laughs> so like they're tiny little mirrors on your ears that are like super noticeable and you can't cut your hair so that you can't see like you can't grow your hair so you can't see your ears mm-hmm. does that make sense or permanently slippery like slimy feet how are they slippery in your shoes? Yeah, like you can feel the slime in your shoes. Mm. Would you get used to it? I, I feel don't. like it's probably up to you. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it would just be how ready you are to accept it. I mean, on one hand, slimy feet, because it's very uncomfortable having wet feet all the time, but also yeah. it's like a tripping hazard. If you're barefoot, you're basically... You're going to slide around. And that's only going to get worse as you age. Because you're not thinking about this now where it's mm. like you're quite... Oh, wow. You've really gone deep into this. You're yep. quite nimble and yeah, you yeah. can recover your balance. It's like when you sort of nearly fall down the stairs now, you can most of the time you can like recover. Yeah. Mm. It's like when you get older, that's when you just can't and then you fucking you take the dive. Yeah. Yep. And so slimy feet's only going to accentuate that. Yeah. So I'm it's basically logical. saying with slimy feet, I'm going to have an accident. <laughs> and at some, point, hip. at some point, it's going to be quite serious. Yeah. And maybe no one's going to be around to find me. <laughs> yeah. And what gonna, you're saying is this is how you die. Sh- reflective ears. Mm. That's just something. Now I have to address that every time on stage. <laughs> because at the moment, as a sort of the universal subject, the white man, yep. I, I can get up and just start talking about whatever I want. You don't have to tell <laughs> but people. You know, not, and I'm also of medium height and I'm not overweight or super thin. So I don't have to address anything, really. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't have to start with. So I know so what you're thinking you want about. The ears. <laughs> you know what you're thinking about me, and then I have to do this joke that I always, like I always have. Mm. Oh, like like the other night, I um I ran a gig that Ivana Ristigueta headlined, and he asked the MC to say that he was um from Venezuela when they were introducing him, so that he didn't have to tell people because they always are like. I need to know what the accent is, and he can feel it in the crowd before. It's almost like crowds are like, because they're very savvy on one hand, but on the other hand, they're like, 
does she know she's a woman? Yeah, exactly. 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 She yeah, hasn't exactly. said she's yeah. a woman. Yeah. Does she think she's a man? Like, <laughs> the default is straight white male, and if you're anything else, you have, you to, have explain to explain it. Explain why this is the yeah, case. Yeah, why I'm not Why that you way. are not. Are you aware? <laughs> yeah. You can't just start talking. So that would be very frustrating to have to always be like, this is the fucking... The this fucking is the ears. Thing. But then maybe that would also be interesting to like, – because it, it would be something that's con- constant in during the show. It's something the light would spark it. Yep. And yeah. now the tangent is off and you have to – because I'm not thinking about it in my everyday life. I think that's like a conversation. You, you get a lot of heckling in public. Yeah. And a it could be dangerous bullshit. as well, though, like if it reflected off a surface and then like – Yeah. Blinded. You, yeah. Blinded yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like were, a rogue reflection. Yeah. That could be dangerous as well, though. That's mm. true. That's but I guess you would be the coolest old person in the nursing home with those. I ears. don't think I'd like to pick either. I would like. I think with most things in <laughs> Classic. life. Classic. No, no, no. But you have things thrust upon you. They're unbidden. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't choose. <laughs> it just happens to you, and yep. you have to cope. Oh well, surprise! Here's some. No. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't wish either upon myself. But, but I'd, you'd deal with whichever one you had. I would have to. Yeah, I would learn to deal with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's all right. Way, Neither is that's... an advantage. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, okay. That's fair. All right. You've, you've weaseled your way out of that one, Angus. Fine. Okay. Uh, and our final but I question. guess reflective ears. If I <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we you go. actually answered it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, final question of the podcast, which we ask of all the guests. When you remember. When I remember to do it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man? I don't have many. Cool. Yeah, that means you have some. I have it. What, what, what like the movie that came out recently, or just in general? Whatever you want. What I want to say about Spider Man? <laughs> it's quite a forlorn. A lot of superheroes like comedians are kind of strange. Like the default subjectivity is just like a voyeur. Yeah. Like if you think about what a stand-up is, it's basically like a creep, a creepy man. <laughs> and Spider Man. Right, that's what I think of Spider Man without like. He's always taking photo, like creepy photos. Yeah, and he's like you're right. He is. Lusting after a woman who doesn't really like him yeah. or does, but he has also incredible powers. But without that, he'd just be like an open micer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the best thought on Spider-Man. Peter Parker, yeah. open micer. Love it. I love it. And not a good one because he's too timid. But not in a. <laughs> no, there's anything particularly to be timid about. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you see the guy, who's just like, ah, just say what you want to say. Like, yep. even if he had good jokes, he could never sell it. Yeah. He'd be like a per- perpetual open micro. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you that's so, so much. Yeah, that's it's one of my favorite yeah, answers same. yet. Definitely. <sighs> Thanks so much, Angus Gordon. You've been an absolute gem. Thank Ooh, you so much like for coming on our podcast. Name. Yes, exactly. I got it. Thanks so much, Angus. Thanks, Angus. Thank you very much. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.